Previously on the Marvelous Patrick Show. I think part of the problem last last time we recorded last episode, the second half was all politics. And Green Lantern is an important comic, you know. Eleven hundred dollars, great. Yeah. That's an extra hundred dollars a month. It's not even an extra hundred dollars no, a month. It's not. That's not putting them in a house if they're in an apartment. Welcome to the Marvelous Patrick Show. I'm your host, the Marvelous Patrick, and uh, this is my co-host directly over into the internet somewhere, Matt Novak. Hi. He responded to his name this week. I did. So proud. So proud. Oh my gosh. Matt, how are you? It's been a few weeks. Um, What's new? Nothing. You asked me that just before we did the introduction, and I gave you the same answer. I know. I was hoping maybe, you know, for the sake of the show, you might lie or something. I don't know. No. Integrity matters. Have you been reading the news? <laughs> yes. Integrity <laughs> matters. Okay. It only matters sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Oh, all right. I got to come I, up with a new... Yeah, all right, all right. That gives me a new topic. That gives you a new topic. All right. Well, this week, um, for those of you who are not familiar with the show, I'm the Marvelous Patrick. This is my podcast. And the format is kind of crazy, where I come up with three topics. Matt comes up with three topics as well. And between the two of us, we figure out what we're going to be doing. And... We veto each one topic so that we only have four topics. I think it's pretty easy to understand. Uh, last time I went first. Yes, it's been a week, a couple weeks. Sorry, we have not done this for a few weeks because somebody was busy. Yeah, I was, was busy. You. Yeah, yeah. Um... But uh, I've started talking to some people about maybe some substitute co-hosts down the line. Um, My friend James Lambert, he's a filmmaker. He's interested in coming on being a guest host one week. And then I have a couple other people I was going to ask. So we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Is this like my performance review and I'm not getting a good one? Well, no, I just if you know, for those weeks, that if you know ahead of time you can't, maybe I could schedule someone else to record that week. Okay. Okay. Just a substitute. I can, I yes, can call a substitute, substitute. co host. A guest right. co host. All right. Not a replacement co host. A substitute. Well, co-host. it depends on how much you miss. If they have to keep coming back. See, now now we're back to performance review and, and, and not doing so hot. Well, no, I, I, it's not about your performance. Your performance is adequate. You're the, you're madequit, remember? <laughs> All right. It's more about showing up. <sighs> Just saying. All right. So this week, Matt's going to start with his topics. He's going to say a topic. I'm going to give a response. Then uh, he'll say another topic. I'll give a response. These are like quick responses, quick takes, basically. Uh, he'll go throw three of his, and I'll do mine. And then we'll hit the veto round. Matt, are you ready with three topics this week? I am. All right. Hit me. All right, number one is hubris and or 
speaking like I know what I'm talking about. Wow, that's... It's a bit meta. It's very... Well, it's crazy. Okay, that's... I mean, our topics could be serious. It could be pop culture. They could be funny. We don't really know, folks, if you're just tuning in for the first time. You found us on iTunes or Google Podcasts now or Apple... Or I think it's called Apple Podcasts, actually, the iTunes thing. But anyway, uh, hubris. Speaking out like I know like what I'm talking about. I do that all the time. I'm very good at it. I'm the best at it. Some A lot of people are talking about how good I am at it. All right. Number two, good books for reading to your kids. Wow. Uh, that's a good one because I do read to my kids a lot uh, every night. Uh, tonight was an interesting night. We didn't actually do that for a number of reasons. There's been a lot of sickness in my house and kids Ooh. just kind of fallen asleep. All right. Last one. And the last one is The Sting. The Sting? The uh, the uh, fake Washington Post story attempting to <laughs> get them to report something that was not true so that they could then be revealed for bias. I love it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's great. Um, a bit of a political bend. Guess what? My first two are very political bends. All right. What do you got? News of the world. So are you ready for me? Yes. All right. My first one. I'm just calling it sexual misconduct run amok. All right. We'll just kind of lump them all together from I'm not sure if it's uh, Louis C.K. Hollywood comedy or a a I don't DC story line. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Second in the one. late 90s Hollywood. It's, well, always Hollywood, I think. Oh, kind okay. of so, I guess, yeah. All right. Uh, second one is North Korea. North Korea. More interesting than North Dakota. Well, My apologies to listeners in North Dakota. I gave him a chance to say it's okay. All right. My last one. Wait, what did you, what, what? Hello? Yeah, you can still hear me, right? I can still hear you. Okay. Okay. All right. All of a sudden, you just thought you couldn't hear me. I don't know what's going on over here. Hey. My last one. Is Disney buying Fox? Is Disney buying Fox? I take yes, you take no, and, and then we debate it. Is that what we do? I don't think it's a debate. I think it's just something to talk about and, like, what they would be buying and what it would mean for a lot of geeks. I think we should debate it. If, if we can debate it, then, then I'll, for I'll it. take that. I'm for another fur it or again it round, folks, from our very right. first episode available now on iTunes and Google Podcasts. All right. <laughs> Rate us and subscribe. All right, so you get to pick first, or veto right, first, I guess. it's veto round. Matt's three topics were hubris, good books to read to kids, and the sting of fake news. The sting, stinging fake news? I don't know how to say that, but... Yeah, yeah, right. The fake right. news sting! There you go. Ah! I want to veto, I'm, I don't want to do this, I, but I'm going to because I like the other ones so much more. Hubris. I'm vetoing hubris. Oh, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, save it. Kids book, we can come save back. Save it for another day. Uh, that's what I figured we could. I figured. All right. All right. All right. It's going to come back. I'm sure of it. It, so, it will. 
It will, but I, All right. I figured kids' books would come back. That's uh, okay. All right, so you can veto that one, and I am going to veto North Korea. I knew it. I knew that was going to be the one that would get vetoed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I thought about like, what do we really want to talk about? What's really going on? And these are, we got this big event like nationally we have this other geek event i just like oh i'm like oh and you know i had i did not i was struggling with a third topic and then the the disney buying fox headlines keep coming back so i'd put it in there yes sorry all right i'm really excited about that one (laughs) (laughs) all right folks our topic six this week in this order good books to read to kids sexual misconduct run amok the fake news sting and is Disney buying Fox Matt your topic is first so take it away good books All right. to read to kids there are good books to read to kids I've heard that's my position on that I'm for it <laughs> fur <laughs> fur <laughs> well some of the books involve fur like animal characters and things like that yeah sure do you have any specific books that you are? Well, so right now, the, the reason I, I brought this topic up, actually, is, is because right now I am reading to my kids the book Wonder, which was recently released uh, released as a movie. Yes. Was that, has uh, that come out? It has, yeah, like okay. a week ago, I think, or two maybe. Okay. By the time this podcast behind. comes out, like, it'll be on video, I assume. So. I haven't seen Thor yet. Oh, um, I, I saw Thor. I, I went and saw that. I saw Coco. Uh, Oh, I haven't seen that. I, don't, I really don't. I saw the first two minutes of Justice League. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, that's a that's a story, but I don't know if we want to get into that here, even All though it is with kids. Yeah. All right. So kids' books, yeah. So I've been reading Wonder, and uh, we've been really enjoying it. It's been, uh, you know, it's a thinker for kids in some ways, in that it's you know calling on them to kind of evaluate the way they see other people, which can be a challenge for for young kids you know they've got some innocence uh so it's kind of introducing some concepts that that cut against that um but at the same time that help build on that and say you know let's keep this and and treat all people no matter how they look or or seem initially uh, treat them Mm -hmm. treat them well and it's been it's been an enjoyable book but, making uh, your kids learn with reading? Well, yeah, but more like making them develop emotional intelligence with reading, I would say, which it turns out is one of the things that reading is really, really good for. Uh, so that makes some sense. Hmm. Yeah. So, but um, but we, we've read, we've, I regularly read to my kids and have read them all sorts of other books, and so... I, figure so we I could. think it's fair to say here, I have to make this distinction. Your kids age range. Oh, yes, yes. So they are eight, six, and then the other one who listens to the books is three. So, um, and then there's another one, but but she's a little bit younger, so. Okay. Whereas my kids, well, I have the 12-year-old, but that's a whole thing. And then, <laughs> and then I have a five-year-old, 
uh, a three who will be four in a few weeks, and a little boy who will be two on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So our reading habits are not going to be as complex, probably, as yours at this point. Pro- right, right, probably not. Um, so, so what do you what what do you regularly read? So at this point, the kind of stuff we regularly read would be well, we have this really nice collection of like five minute stories. It's this little blue book. We read a lot from that. There's this one my kids love called Piggies, which is like. I have a this kind of pig. I have a that kind of pig. It's all about their fingers or whatever. And um, they like that one because at the end there's kisses and I do the kisses for them. So there's like, I get two smart kisses. Mwah, mwah. And I act <laughs> it out. And there's silly kisses when I go, blah, 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 you know. And that's what they really like, these two little yep. girls. And yep. the little boy is kind of getting into it. He's more into the phase of destroy books right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meaning he like destroys I, I books. I got comics for the first time in seven months the other day, and he promptly ripped the cover off of one, which was yep. pretty astonishing because I had them up high, and he had to climb to get to them, pull them out of the bag, dump them out, and then rip the cover off. <laughs> oh, yeah, kids things. are great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you? I, this this joke might be a little dark, but sometimes I think my kids are the poster children for abortions. Ah, it is dark. <laughs> a little dark. A little dark. Yeah, that's little, that's dark. Little, little bit. That that's dark. Okay, drat. Um. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so. Have, but no, but the other thing, like we really like. Um, have you seen like they have like the big blue book of beginner books, the big red book of beginner books. There's like a fly went by Robert, the Rose horse, uh, um, the best nest. Are you my mother? Those sort of okay. books. Yep. They yep. love those too. All right. So that's what we read. Okay. All right. Now, so I'm going to make a recommendation for kids your age. Have you read them? The book without pictures? No. What is it? The Book Without Pictures is probably the single funniest piece of children's literature that has ever been crafted. Uh, It is by B.J. Novak. Oh, that guy. Yes, that guy. And it is is hilarious. I highly, highly recommend it. We also really like um, Elephant and Piggy. Oh, yeah. As well as uh, The Pigeon. Yep, Mo Willems, fantastic. Very great. Yep. Yes. And we recently watched the Captain Underpants movie, which ah. now my five-year-old really wants to um, read Captain Underpants. Okay. And she's been making her own comics lately. She's inspired nice. by that movie. Interesting. So my uh, my eight-year-old just finished reading the first five Captain Underpants books. Okay. So on just on his own, you know, didn't that way so yeah and my five-year-old is in kindergarten she's just starting to read so yeah like simple so, sentences and everything so like when she makes her comics she like i'll do the letters and then she'll draw the pictures right right yeah so let's see here uh other books so so we've definitely done a lot good number of novels in the past and some classics uh with the kids 
um, that I think are worth mentioning. Uh, James and the Giant Peach um, was one that they really enjoyed, which is a classic. But one thing I, I had completely forgotten was that there's songs in the book and, and you know, just um, some of the fun sort of dancing around and stuff of the of the giant grown insects. And so um, that was a, you know, something the kids really enjoyed, livening it up. Uh, another one that my kids really, really loved was E.B. White's uh, Trumpet of the Swan. Oh, I'm so afraid you're going to say Charlotte's Web, and we're all going to have to cry for a while. Yeah, nope, I haven't haven't uh, read that one to them, but they love Trumpet of the Swan. <laughs> um, we also read Stuart Little, but that one that one didn't go over quite as well. Uh, though I kind of liked it, sort of philosophically as an adult, uh, thought it was a little bit but you know trumpet of the swan went went over really well they they in fact they want to read that one again and so um we'll probably have to do that before too long so so yeah so i mean there's i think the classics are often classics for a reason um oh but black stallion don't read the black stallion (laughs) that one was that one was kind of that one was kind of (laughs) boring it just it was a lot longer than it needed to be. It moved at a not a not a quick pace. So I loved those be, books when I was a kid, but I was like it, in second grade when I read those. Yeah, I, I think if you're reading them, are you still there? Yeah, okay, but it just didn't work to read out loud to kids. It was definitely not paced right for that. Are you, type are you there? Of. Hello, can you hear me? Everything went kerfluey for me for a second. Are you there? I think I lost him. Oh no. Alright, I gotta go find my Skype again. Are you there? Ground control to Major Tom! My audio device failed. <laughs> It's telling me my audio device failed. I don't know what that means. I'm it. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I'm going to hang up. Are you talking? No. Now I can hear you. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it was so I, weird. I was really tempted to just sit there quietly. Yeah, I could hear you the whole time. <laughs> Where were we? I'm sorry. I, I think I think we were moving on to sexual misconduct. I'm against it. I'm just going to come right out and say oh, it. Man, now I have to. No, no. i mean until i become a white male in power i mean i'm a white male right now but i don't have any power so ah right right yeah no i uh i think part of me wonders i'm just gonna i nah 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 
We're good. Okay, so Al Franken, our yep. senator here in Minnesota. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed. I'm not surprised. I, I say this as a guy who has met him, has campaigned for him, has campaigned with his daughter for him. I'm disappointed. I I can understand that. Yeah. You know, there's I'm a... I'm not surprised, though. I, and I don't... I mean, here's the thing. When it came out, I said, there's no way the first incident occurs when you're in your 50s. Right. There's no way. Right. He needs to resign. Oh, yeah. I was... I'm really... I mean, you know, especially given the current atmosphere and culture and all... Like, like why wouldn't you just resign? Just... Just... Yeah. If... If you actually cared about your constituents, if you actually cared about your if you cared part, about women, and you're you not going to be about, a hypocrite. Right? Like, if you cared about just so many different things, the only reason to not resign is because you care about yourself more than anything else. And it's... And now, uh, Roy Moore, right? Yep. And the president says, no, he's the guy because he's not a Democrat. It's the president I mean, who, by the way, has his own accusations up the yin yang, which is what he grabbed them by. Gah! So is there this thing happening right now? Right. Where I mean we've had a lot of things coming out of the woodwork. I have a comic about it coming out on Thursday of this week, which I'm really proud of. Uh by the time this airs, um, I can use my joke right now. Uh, I have this little scale coming out called the Cosby scale. So you can know how serious is the sexual misconduct and what factors around it matter and what doesn't matter. All right. (laughs) All right. The Cosby scale. Yeah. My God, this has a rating of 14 mega codecs. Uh, it's just, um, so here's the thing, right? Trump, because Franken's a Democrat says, oh yeah, absolutely happened. This guy is, you know, trouble kind of, I'm paraphrasing, obviously Roy Moore, Republican. He denies it. I believe him. Yeah. And I, you know, this goes back. Okay. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, right? Uh, yep. Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K. Um, I know I'm probably missing a whole bunch because there's just been so many, right? And it seems like every week now, it's like, who's going to be the next person? It turns out we can't look up to that way anymore. Well, you, you know, there's a there's a quote out there somewhere, and I uh, honestly one of the one of the attributions that I know best is. John Gallardi's version of it, which is basically don't ever look up to someone who's still living. <laughs> right? Because okay, they're so, going to disappoint you. And he's an interesting guy. I, I, I've, I got to spend an afternoon in a, in a tiny room with him and a, and a friend of his just listening to them tell life stories. Um, and for those who don't know, John Gillardi is the winningest ever college football coach. Uh, yeah. 
from St. John's. And I don't University. even like football, but he's a very interesting person. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, but anyway, is there something kind of in the water, in the air right now, that all these thing, people are coming forward with these different things? I mean, I, th- I think it's just a general, you know. Have we had enough? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think. In terms of culturally, are we having, have you had it with people getting away with these horrible things? And I think It doesn't so. matter how powerful you are, it's going to come out. I, I think so. I mean, I think that's really more than anything. It's not like, you know, and this I read is just somewhere. The iceberg, that's what I'm assuming. It could be. Um, it, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a good question for you. Is there something we should know? No, no, no. Uh, but did you hear that siren or was that by on your side? Wasn't it? That's on my side. Yeah. 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 It's 10 o'clock here. So <laughs> what all is well, it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> There's a six o'clock, a noon siren, a six o'clock siren and a 10 o'clock siren. Oh my. It's just a thing they do this... in small towns down here, I guess. That's crazy. So anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> No, actually, it means here comes a new announcement of charges. No. (laughs) (laughs) It could. It could. Okay, I mean, (laughs) even on, okay, we talk about comics, right? We talked about Brian Michael Bendis going to D.C. a few weeks ago. One of the longtime D.C. editors, out! Sexual misconduct, right? And we all knew about it. There was articles about this years ago. and right, and like Harvey nothing. Weinstein wasn't a surprise at all. Like none of these are surprises. Yeah. So yeah. how come? So I oh, have this yeah, radical Louis idea. K., that wasn't surprising. No. No. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it's just I, people finally. I mean, I think it's just kind of. <sighs> is it because of Trump? Is it because yeah. he quote unquote got away with it and won the election? It might be, and and people are just. Is this a backlash? Just, yeah, yeah, it could be. It could. And be. is he going to continue to get away with it? I probably. <laughs> I mean, to the extent that, yeah, he's he's able to. I mean, no more so than say Bill Clinton continues to get away with it, right? There's an article I had shared on Facebook a while back uh, about it's time for us to just come out and just be like, all right, we're sick of Bill Clinton. Go away. This guy was a scumbag too. Like, and I feel uh, like Bill Clinton cost Hillary the election in some ways, right? Because of all the things that happen, all the scum, she's so connected to him by virtue of being married to him that people just don't want that again. In some ways. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was kind of tough to, um, to swallow some of her, uh, Trump is a sleazebag rhetoric. When um, she's married to a sleazebag. Well, and 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 honestly, I mean, okay, now granted, he's a sleazebag and put her in an amazingly difficult situation. What's she supposed to do? She's first lady. Does she stand by him? Does she leave him? Does she go after his accusers? Does she stay silent? I mean, th- she was in an impossible situation, and and we all have to appreciate that. Um, but that said the choice she made was to disbelieve his accusers or at least yeah. publicly. So, and that's, you know, that's, um, that makes it a, a 
kind of a hard pill to swallow um, later on when she wants to talk about, let's believe, all of Trump's accusers and, and all the showmanship that that went on with that during the election. So, no, I mean, that was a, you know, yeah. Yeah. There are. There's, I mean, obviously we would have been a bajillion times better off with Hillary as president than Trump. Let's not even discuss that that's not true. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I mean, there is that little thing. And, and if she had been elected, would we be having all these people come out now? We're better off now in that respect that these things are coming out. We're saying no. Um, there's this, you know, and I think it's really good that on the left, every time one of our people come out, we're saying, you need to go away. You need to resign. You need to lose your job. You need to do these things. Because otherwise, like the Roy Moore thing, it would look like we're hypocrites. And that's the thing with Al Franken, right? He that's needs to resign. so irritated about Franken. It's making us look like hypocrites on Team Democrat. Yep. Uh, and Roy Moore, here's the big thing, though. Pedophile. Al Franken, so far, everyone, non-consenting, but adults. It's, again, that, that Cosby scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he's rating a few pudding pops oh, oh. <laughs> lower on the scale than Roy Moore because of the non-pedophile thing. Right. Right. But, uh... But yeah. Not by much, though. Not by much. No, still bad. Still real bad. It's still bad. You know, one of the and things I, I wonder think. What's next? Well, that's. I've... Yeah. I mean, I would love it in some ways if this is the thing that would actually eventually undo Trump. Just because <laughs> non consenting women, it would be great. Um, I don't think that's going to be what's done with it. Uh, no. I don't think that's where Mueller's going to go. Probably not. Probably not. But. Yeah. So one thing I do want to say on this topic, though, before we, we move on, is that uh, I did see um, some commentary the other day to the effect of, you know, this is a statement about how far we've come and, and how we realize these things are wrong now. And, and I just had to stand up and say, no, we knew this stuff was wrong a long time ago. And that was in response yeah. to the bill thing right like like look how far we've yeah. come 20 years you know with clinton people could get away with this stuff and now it's out and like no no it was wrong back then too and that's the point right yeah. like it's you know it's really easy to do is not sexually harass not assault not molest so on and so forth it's it's really easy to not do those things and there's a part of me that just wonders at the boldness of the people who do do those things i gotta tell you i think it i mean this is just from my experience in various workplaces uh a couple colleges a couple small business a larger business like a bank i gotta imagine it'd be really hard to have sex at work like where do you have the time yeah no clue where do you have the privacy no clue wait where this goes back to my my thought on uh donald trump saying it was just locker room talk it's like what locker room were you in where are you working yeah yeah like how do you are you just bad at your job yeah so i so yeah uh, I, folks 
uh, we believe the accusers, and you should resign. Resign, Franken. Yep. Especially because politically, it's a smart move, too. Like, if he actually cared about the politics, it would be a smart move. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Just, All right, our next no, topic. Are you ready? It, I am. All right, Matt's taking the lead. There was the fake news sting this week. All right, so continuing off of accusers, we believe you. Uh, here's an accuser that didn't get believed. <laughs> Why on earth was that? All right, so yeah, it, tell us the whole story. All right, so so what happened is that a the Washington Post obviously is making all these reports on Roy Moore's accusers, and a person came forward saying she um, had uh, become pregnant with Roy Moore's baby in the '90s, early '90s. Uh, he had convinced her to have an abortion uh, and wanted to give this story to the Washington Post for publication, but wanted them to really commit to like it costing him the election and sort of the political results uh, of that story and and really you know get them sort of on the record saying oh this is going to be great this is going to get him uh, you know um, like that 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 was their goal that they didn't care about the truth they just cared about the political result. Well, uh, it turns out that the Washington Post. Uh, actually vets and investigates and does background research uh, to verify stories and sources Wait, and things like that. You mean like journalism? Yes. Yes, like that. Uh, and but so... They're the fake news. They're liberal media. They're the lamestream media out to get America. That is the exact uh, motivating factor of the Veritas Project, which um, presented this... Uh, fake story for for their review, and in reviewing it, they discovered that in fact this person was was making it up, was not telling the truth, was trying to get them. It was a sting operation to try to reveal that the Washington Post had motives and biases different than pursuit of of the truth. And it turned out, in fact, corporation who owns yes, them? I I don't. Some who funds a, them? Well, I know that Donald Trump made a donation to them. Uh oh. <laughs> but a lot of people have. I mean, there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and to to their credit, there have been at least one story where they got someone on record saying some pretty politically motivated, terrible things. Now, mind you, that person was a fairly low to mid level. Democratic operative field agent type of person who talked about maybe bussing people in for rallies or something like that. Wait, um, so that was in fake supporters. I feel like yeah. somebody yeah. might have done that, like during the election cycle recently that we might know of. Yeah, but but you know, um, and, and so so they did, did get somebody something? hire extras. I don't for his but, rallies, like when he announced his candidacy. Yeah, yeah. Somebody so, name escapes me at the moment. Mm. <sighs> so, yeah, Veritas Project, um, basically trying to construct false narratives in the media um, in order to discredit. 
the media. Uh, which I, I'm not. Honestly, which is funny because sure Veritas what means what exactly? It means truth. Oh yeah, <laughs> it means truth. I, I, one of the things that gets me is I'm not really sure what their end game is because well, because if this is fake, then the others were fake too. That is right. then the story oh, they can write. In in this in this instance, and yes, then Roy Moore is electable. About, I'm talking about in the longer term. What is their end game? They want to demonstrate the lack of integrity in the media or in the in the Democratic Party or I mean, you know, go after these sources of information so that they can then, I guess, spread their false information. But if you've discredited the media generally and you are part of the media – No, no, no. They're, they're – they're not the liberal media. They're the but, good media, like but, Fox News. But if you're if you're discrediting, they're fair and balanced. If you're discrediting the media generally, no, no, you know, they're the media. We're the truth. It's different. But I don't think. I mean, maybe okay, there is a, reasonable maybe there is people a, do not think that you're right. I don't even think most unreasonable people think that. Because what happens is if people just distrust the media, then they're not – then they, they, it's like an open acknowledgement of not getting information, period. It's like everything is editorial. But that's and, just it, right? Like, These like, people have such a cognitive dissonance on this that it then becomes nothing is trustable, nothing is real. But they want to be I, trusted. Except for them. But that's but they don't, it, right? It's a total. But they're sabotaging dissonance. themselves. But that's why it's a cognitive dissonance. Yeah. It's it's a uh, yeah. I guess it is a fascinating case study in in something that I just do not understand. Uh, from a like, I can understand the concept that you know what it sure seems like. You're getting a little bit more favorable coverage than our guy or something like that. Like, okay, you know what? And there's some studies that would lend some credence to that too. But there's a difference between like a little bit of a slant and an all-out inaccuracy. I mean it's not even hard to tell the difference between the two. And usually just awareness of those slants kind of does the trick in, in offsetting them. Right, like want to be. When I watch the news, even when I'm just watching my local evening news, I'm not talking about cable news, right? Yeah. You know, and I look at the story, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, you kind of seem like you're stirring up trouble here, at Channel Five, because it's always Channel Five. Um, you know, they're the the ones trying to get people rabble rousing and, and things like that. But uh, you know, so I'm like, well, let's let's. Think critically about that, right? I mean, the idea is, like, who just who just watches the news and takes it all without thinking it through on their own? Do people actually do that? Yes, and, I know people and, that do. Oh, they they, they watch how? Fox. They take the stuff on their Facebook, and it's real. And it's okay, not but the main, it's not the mainstream because they're not telling the truth. But so there, but feeds into the a people, whole conspiracy theory narrative as well. 
But because the whole people the were... Thing, that makes them special. They know the truth. They're special because they're, they, you know, they know it and these other people don't. But they've got it figured out. But so, so if the people who are doing that are, I mean, you're saying on the right, then what's the advantage for Veritas in doing that? They've already got the people who they're going to get. You'd think, right? But maybe they're, I mean, you're always trying to add to that base. So they're and the gonna, people who are most likely to add to that base, of course, are people. Okay, so you know, it's a, it's the different segments on the right. It's the people who lean conservative but aren't fully converted over to the hardcore stuff. Uh, oh, okay, okay. There's a but lot aren't of different those people, segments. Aren't those people? I mean, just like there's a lot of different segments on the left. Are those people generally thinking for themselves and thinking critically when they watch and, and consume media and stuff then? So is there a breaking point? Is there a tipping point? That's another question for us. Uh, well, I I mean, I, I've been really wrestling lately with this idea of just how to get people to grapple with, with facts that they don't like and things like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah, interesting. I mean, it's, actually, it's, 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 I mean, you can take this out of the political realm, right? Right. I mean, even though it has become weirdly political, you could say the same thing about, like, vaccines, global warming, um, you know, anything, you know, where you can say, here is overwhelming evidence, but here's this, you know, and there's going to be people like, well, I did my, I did the research, if you do the research, you know, and that's what it always comes down to for a lot of these things, you know, is eventually they hit this tipping point where they quote unquote did the research and their research for whatever reason is more believable than actual research. Oh, I, oh, it's so, it's so weird. You know, I saw, yeah, <laughs> I, I like the, I like the joke that the, plural of anecdote is not facts it's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke it, it is it is i just um it's something i've been yeah anyway so uh so yeah the sting i think uh was a was a destructive force here uh, that but it uh, worked the fact that it this got the brilliance out, of it right is it actually showed what journalistic integrity is right Right, I and mean, it showed it, that there's a reason these are institutions, and there's a reason there are professional journalists, and there's professional editors, and there's professional news sources, and that not just anyone can do things and just create a blog and and put up news. Right, right, and it's been uh, it's kind of on this case. I was just testing you, and you passed. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, uh, I mean, but they did. They passed. That's they, the they passed. Thing. They passed, and that's Good been really. Um, I, we'll see. We'll see if anything happens as a result of that, or if anyone, you know, cares. If, yeah, if anyone cares. Yeah. All right. Last topic this week. There's been a lot of scuttlebutt about Disney buying Fox. Now, it's actually parts of Fox. Like um, the tail and the snout and... Yeah, the good eatable parts. Um, 
I'm good eating. No, so Disney, so Fox, here's the reason why Disney would want Fox, is when Marvel was in bankruptcy before they were owned by Disney, they sold movie rights to all the good things, like the X-Men, which was their number one comic franchise. And then they sold the movie rights to the Fantastic Four, which are the first Marvel comic ever. Right, without Fantastic Four, there's no Marvel Comics. They basically kickstarted the whole Marvel Age. They are the original Marvel comic, that the Marvel formula. That was Stanley, Jack Kirby. That's the thing, right? And there was a bunch of others. Marvel got some of those rights back. That's why we have the Netflix shows. All those Netflix shows you're watching, like Daredevil, Punisher, The Defenders, basically most of those were over at Fox. And then Fox didn't make movies with them after the Daredevil and Punisher bombs, Ghost Rider bombs. They came back to Marvel. They've been seated. Um, but X-Men and Fantastic Four, such a thorn in the side. The Fantastic Four movies are terrible, but they should be great because that's it's a cornerstone of the Marvel Universe. There's a lot of properties there Marvel wants back. I mean, by Marvel, I might, I mean Disney. Disney right. wants it back. So there's this talk that maybe Marvel just DC or Disney, I mean, that not DC. Uh, that Disney will just buy the TV and movie portion of Fox. Cuz meanwhile, Fox, you know, they've been having some troubles, but their news well, that's a whole thing, right? So maybe they would just split so there's basically the news side of things, and there's the entertainment side of things, and they'd sell off that entertainment piece to Disney. And then Marvel would be whole. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like if the various properties that Marvel created got scattered across the universe like these are like <laughs> valuable like gemstone type of things right <laughs> and and they're being collected to like form this like iron grip kind of like you know like you just have them all right there in the in your hand um so that and you disney can wield could them cr- disney could create universes anything and, and any other yeah yeah, that's that's really kind of what it just sounds like here, and I guess I'm I'm just gonna take that metaphor and say, you know what? No, I think it's a bad idea. I want let's, let's not Fantastic give. Four to come home though. Let's not because give. I want my Fantastic yeah, Four you know, comics again. You know, sure, but but um, Death really wanted Thanos to get all the the stones and, and wipe everything out too, so. You know, I think that's... But this isn't wiping out any... I mean, this is... Um, this is really yeah, someone buying yeah. back the thing that they own, which is the other yeah, weird thing, right? but, you know, one of the... Ah. You know what I want? I want something new. Well, you're not going to get that from I know. these two companies. I know. I really want something new. And I... I mean, look to HBO and Robert Kirkman then for those sorts of things. And maybe it's too late. Maybe that that ship has already sailed, but I I would love for there to be new things, and we're just well, not. There are, but they're it. very slowly coming out. I mean, right? Like if you look at Marvel, 
they're you know they've had some new properties over the, over the past we'll say fifteen years that have had moderate success. Uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Right, uh, but new I don't want reinvented. I want she's new. not. Oh, she's brand new. She didn't. That's not a reinvention. Uh, that at all. I. Um, on the other, and then you have like the Runaways from Marvel. That's brand new, and now that has a TV show that's pretty good. Um, if you look at the DC side of things, um, I'm trying to think if they've had anything really. They always do a lot of legacy stuff. That's kind of the thing. That's kind of their bag. Um, so they haven't had anything new, really, that I can pinpoint as like a huge mm-hmm. success. But yeah, I. But here's why there's not going to be anything new. I mean, there's actually like a, a business reason why is because there's creator rights now. You know, all those things Stan and Jack created, they don't get a penny for these movies. Right. You know, after the 80s or so, people are like, oh, hey, if I create this intellectual property for you, you go make all these other things of it, I don't gain money. You know, people that created Superman, Batman, they didn't get anything out of those movies. They didn't even get anything out of the comics after they were done making them. Right. You know, so that's kind of the thing is now we kind of respect the idea that you created this. So now people are much more careful about creating for these companies. Yeah. You know, it'd be, okay, you want me to create the great next hero or next character. I want to get paid for it. Well, that's not going to make Disney or Warner Brothers as much money as this other large amount of things that were created before that happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I I guess I understand the why behind it. It's just the... Uh... Yeah. I mean, but if you want something new, like in superheroes, it's just ending now, but Invincible by Robert Kirkman. Right? Where the guy that did The Walking Dead, he did a superhero comic. It's amazing. And okay. it's ending. And it's got two issues left. I'm really upset about that. Right? There's a lot of independent stuff out there just have to look for it there is good right. there is new there's not going to come for those two companies all right and i guess stuff does exist. I, I guess to the extent that there's more competition i think it's a good thing um, and maybe maybe it's too late maybe disney buying fox maybe disney and fox that's not enough competition as it is so maybe well, that's not the solution here you know it, this is just fox isn't going to build their own stuff right and Disney wants to be able to do Fantastic Four, and they want to do X-Men. And they want to be able to have them all together, right? I mean, already things in the Marvel movies, it's kind of a blurry. You know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, well, they started out in the Avengers, or started out in X-Men, excuse me, but they were Avengers characters for the most of their creative life. Right. So it's a blurry line. Um, you know, you get stuff like technically the Kree... And scrolls and all these things. Well, this came out from a Fantastic Four comic, but a lot of their stories were in the Avengers. <laughs> yep. The lines blur. Yep. You know, that's why we have all these issues. So it seems like this is the only way to get Fox to give up the rights is just to sell everything. I just just move on Fox. I mean, well, they could but, be doing. Yeah. They could work on a deal like Sony did with Spider Man. They could, but they don't. Eh, hey, but they'd rather just sell everything. Yep. Yeah. 
And so if that's what it takes to get my Fantastic Four comics to come back, because Marvel, Disney will not allow Marvel to make Fantastic Four comics right now because they're mad. Yeah, I kind of hate Disney sometimes. Like, and that's Ike Perlmutter that did that one. I, I hate He corporate. said you can have the characters, but you can't have a comic called Fantastic Four. Gah! Right? Which, like I said, Fantastic Four is sacred in Marvel. I universe. just, yeah. Yeah, I You know, X-Men, which was their number one franchise, got second-class citizenship because they didn't have the rights to that, and they said at a meeting, Avengers should be our number one franchise because we have rights to that, we can make movies to that, and they put all the work to making that the number one franchise. Yep. So, like I said, I'm for it. I hope it happens just so we get these, you know, I would love to see these things happen. I want to see good movies for one. But yeah. I want comics too. We'll see if we can get those. All right. What a show it's been. Holy cow. We cover just a weird wide gamut of stuff. Things to read to kids, sexual misconduct, political news, geek news. My daughter is looking for her dad to come snuggle with her. So it's time for me to go, I think. All right. That, All right. that sounds like a good reason to go. All right, Matt, we'll talk to you again. Um, my name is The Marvelous Patrick. I do a comic called Freaks and Squeaks at freaksandsqueaks.com. You can find me and my comics and all those wonderful things I make at Marvelous Patrick on all the social medias. Check out patreon.com slash marvelouspatrick. If you're hearing this show and you're not a Patreon support, supporter, that means you've probably found it on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Subscribe and rate us. That really helps. If you want the next episode and you are not a Patreon subscriber, good news. Patreon gets these episodes usually two ahead. So if you like this, there's two more waiting for you at patreon.com slash marvelouspatrick. It costs you a dollar. One dollar gets you this podcast early. It gets you my comics early. And it gets you about a thousand pages of ebooks with comics from the past 15, 20 years that I've been making comics. Lots of comics. Um, all these things. One dollar. Matt, anything you want to plug this week? No. Matt never plugs anything. That's why he's a great co-host. It's all about me. That's why it's the Marvelous Patrick Show. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. I'm going to start the intro now. Wait, wait, wait. i got to come up with ideas. Uh, yeah, you only had three weeks. Yeah, but I, they change, you know? Things aren't topical well, okay. anymore. That's okay.